All right. Happy October. Hallelujah. Fall is here. That's right. But it's dry, and I am congested, so I'm sorry. Yes, let me apologize right now for having to sit through our congested podcast, as always. It's beautiful outside. It is beautiful outside. A little dry, but, you know, we can deal with that. As always, I'm John Turner. I'm Brian Brian Clark. Clark. And behind the scenes, David Kilpatrick, making us look as good as is humanly possible. The wizard behind the screen. That's right. So it's been, what, about six weeks since we've sat down? It's been a while. Yeah, we've been busy. So we were doing them routinely every four weeks. I I got you a little behind. We're going to get back on track. Well, that's good. And, of course, that six weeks means we got a whole bunch to talk about. We do. Very important stuff. Positive stuff. Positive stuff. So we've hit some several milestones. Amen, brother. This fall. Uh, one of the big ones was in the foundation world. Yes, two million dollars given back to our communities. Yep. And two million raised. Remember, none of the none of the money raised goes to anything other than the audit. That's right. Which is small in nature. So we're all we're always trailing just a little bit from what we've raised to what we've uh, granted. Uh, but man, that is just a lot of eight fun, years, right? Since twenty fifteen. So Correct. you do the math. You're yeah. The accountant. Yeah, almost nine years. Wow. wow. So, yeah, that's right. This February. $2 million back to And it went to all of our communities. Yep. And very impressive. I think anyone listening to this podcast, if you're a member of Fort County especially, you've felt the impact in your community. You've seen it go back to schools, first responders. Very, very good program. That's right. Ask a volunteer fireman, if you know him, ask a sheriff's department employee, ask somebody at, you know, at a school mm-hmm. if they've gotten one. And if they haven't, send them our way. Yes, I'm sure they're all aware of it. So good one. We got some other good metrics too, John. Man, we got some other good metrics. So we hit a huge one this week with FastNet. Yeah, 15,000 customers. John, do you remember how that first customer, we were so anxious? Yep. And now we're at 15,000? The Shannons over there on Highway 50 yes. in Clay County. And that was, boy, that was a big deal. And really, so that was, let's see, December 15th, uh, three years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it warms my heart. I'm sure you feel the same thing. We're in community events. And you ask people in the room, who all in here has FastNet? All right, are you happy with it? And it's constantly yes. Yep. The only negative I hear is, Man, I wish I could get it faster for the people that don't have it. That's right. But we're built out now yep. for the most part. Yep. Uh, we're, we're working on a couple of off-system builds. But if you're a four-county member and you're interested in it and you have not reached out, let us know. Yeah, because we will get you in the queue. And again, as Brian said, there's a little bit of delay between the time you contact us and the time we're actually able to get you installed. That's a problem, but it's a good problem to have. It is. It means there's so many folks that are looking to get the product. So We're not only growing there. We're growing on the electric side. Well, we so are. How many meters do we have now? Uh, just under 51,000, yeah. isn't that right? Yeah. So uh, we looked at the graph the other day, John, and 10 years ago we had 46,000 meters. So we're right at 51,000 meters in a 10-year growth, and roughly half of that's been commercial. Yeah, which is odd because we're a majority residential, residential. system, so yeah. you can see how much load we're adding on the commercial side. And that tends to be bigger, obviously, than mm-hmm. – than the houses and of course some of those things you're you work very closely in the economic development world and and you see so many of those projects we've had yeah. so many here lately. i can't take credit for that. i'm just in the room when some of it happens but it, it you know we grew up here john we've seen it um our co-op is heavily rural which most co-ops are but the anomaly in all this is mississippi is usually the last at everything 
And the Tennessee Valley, from what I understand, is growing three times faster than the rest of the country. People are moving here. Industry's moving here. I never thought I would see Mississippi as being where people want to move a major brand business. And people are really moving here because they want to live here because of the quality of life. So it's flipped a lot from, from when we were kids. I see it at the local gas station and, and restaurants. When you used to go into them as a kid, you knew everyone in there. Now you don't know anybody in there because right. it's changed so much. That's right. And so many new folks have come into the area. But that's positive. And that's, look, we have more economic development projects looking. We're developing another mega site. So we just need more power. Yeah, I think just so the Golden Triangle Link, that group that does economic development in those three counties, basically Lowndes, Clay, and Octibia, we looked at some of those numbers over a 10 year period the other day and it was 300 and something billion yes, dollars with in a investment B. With, with a, a B. B in the last 10 years, more than 5,000 jobs added. Yes. And that's not even counting some of those ones that are still circling. So we've got uh, an aluminum mill that's going to come in, yes. you know, right around the corner from our, our corporate center. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, we've got a lot of tertiary uh, things that are going to come in with that. Uh, we've been adding uh, uh, industry all across the, mm -hmm. our service territory. So it's, it's really a plus. And I, I think some of that is a at least a byproduct of the fact that broadband is now available in places. I, I do believe it is. We, we've heard of a few people who've moved here from California or the north who moved here because they work from home. And I've heard of a couple of, I don't know if it's positive or negative, but I've heard of a couple of parents who've moved to Starkville because their kids went to college in Starkville and they can be close to their kids. Yep. So I've heard that. John, there's a very important metric we hadn't talked about that stands out to all of us. And it's the fact that we've had all this growth and all this success with really a small number of employees. And, and what I mean by that is, and I've been here 18 years, you've been here 17, 16, right around 15, that. 15, yep. When I came here, we had 163 employees and we made a management decision to start reducing headcount through attrition over the years. We got down to about 137. Then we decided to do broadband. So my, my point in all that is we serve 50,000 meters, 51,000 meters, 5,500 miles of line, a lot of economic development growth with roughly 140 employees on the electric side, roughly 15 on the broadband side. If you think about that we're the largest TBA co-op in Mississippi, uh, probably the fourth or fifth largest co-op in the state, and then we serve this many members and customers with a small group of employees. It just, it's really astounding. They That's do right. a great job, yeah, excellent job. Uh, the if, if you live in our communities, you see it, you feel it. Uh, thank an employee if you see them for the work they do. They really do a good job. Yeah, I mean, to your point, we are running two companies now that serve 51,000 members on the electric side and 15,000 plus on the fiber side. And we're doing it with less folks than yes. 10 years ago with one company at 46,000 meters. And, and I, would, I would equate it to the grit of the employees that are working here, the can-do attitude. A, a lot of the employees, they just wanna keep learning more and doing more and they're doing a great job of it. Now, the negative to this conversation that we hadn't talked about, if you're a member, it may be perceived as negative, but there is a, is a silver lining is the recent news that there are rate increases, right? Mm -hmm. We feel it in everything. Look, I took my son to McDonald's the other day and got a 10-piece chicken nugget and me a sweet tea, and it was $12. Wow. 
So we, we all feel it. We feel it at the gas pump, at the grocery store. So TVA announced last month that they're gonna have a rate increase. It equates to about 3% for the average residential homeowner. We've also announced that we're at the local level doing a rate increase. And you, and you may ask why. There's several reasons why other than the obvious. And when I mean the obvious, it's high inflation, interest rates are up, but everything else is up. Supply chain, y'all, we've lived the supply chain during COVID. The price of things are higher. You know, a bucket truck and a digger truck used to cost about 160000 they're over $330,000 now. Yeah, and so when I say used to, that was a decade ago. That's right. So let's go ahead and point out too, though, that so we're not just wantonly buying 300 no. quarter of a million dollar trucks no. No. just because they're new. We are, we are, have been very diligent in our fleet stuff and everything else that we do to avoid getting into this Correct. rate thing. Yeah, we manage them well. Now, we don't run the bucket trucks and digger trucks to the floorboards rust out and you see the ground. We're That's not right. doing that. We take care of our because stuff. Because safety is important and you have to have equipment. Yes. But when it comes time to replace, we do that. And we believe in maintaining our system, our, our, our lines. We have some copper lines we're changing out, substations upgrade. We're going to continue to do those things. But we haven't had a significant rate increase at the local level in right out of decade. That's right. And the way the, the members and employees were able to stove, stove that off was we changed our group health insurance plan, which saved us a significant amount of money. The reduction of headcount before broadband, the fact that broadband is a separate entity and it's paying lease payments and poll rents back to four County. That's right. Lot. And it is starting to actually be profitable. Yes. Now. We've Less had three, three years into it. We've had, yeah. You want to talk about that? Yes. So, you know, any startup business is going to have some negative profit or negative margin starting up and Fastnet has successfully, successfully turned a profit the last three months. And we see it continue doing that for decades to come. So on the rate increase, I want you to know that we've done a lot of things to put it off to this point, but we've run out of runway and it's time for a rate increase at the local level, but it's small in comparison to most other things. Uh, four counties rate increase is roughly 1.7% for the residential homeowner. If you combine four counties rate increase and TBA's rate increase, it, it will be roughly $6 a month increase to the residential member. Now, small commercial, large commercial, it's going to be about the same percent-wise, but obviously it'll be more than $6 a month. So, and again, that's, it, it, and we understand that's impactful to people. Yes. That is impactful to people. And, you know, we, again, are going to do our best to make sure that we don't have to do this again anytime in the near future. We hope to. to no, that's a good off. point. So our commitment, my commitment, our direction and our mission moving forward is we're gonna to continue to look for efficiencies in our organizations, multiple organizations. We're gonna to continue to look at balancing workload with employee staffing. We're gonna to continue to look for ways we can save you money in the end, but we're not gonna quit cutting right away. We're not gonna quit maintaining. We're gonna continue giving you a good system because when a major storm hits, that, that pays dividends. But if we can ever put off another rate increase or actually reduce rates like we did in 2016, That's right. we'll do it. That's right. That that 2016 rate increase has amounted to. We did the math the other day, and that's somewhere north of 10 million dollars savings yes. to the membership over the last, well, since 2016. Yeah. So, so, so remind me what John's talking about. TBA had a rate increase in 2016 of two and a half percent. We made the decision to absorb it at our level and not pass it on to the member. 
which is about $1.4, $1.5 million a year to our membership, which over that same time frame equates to about $10 or $11 million. So good point, John. Really good point. Um, you know, and again, everything's gone up. We've put this off. Uh, the Transformers, we've talked about that. And, and I think anybody that's paying attention understands just getting the basic transformers that we need to do our job is difficult. They've gone up. They've uh, at least three or four times what yes. they cost three years ago, if you can get them. And so, again, one of the things that we've done is looked at transformers that are idle. We've had a big plan across the system where we're bringing ones in and we're repurposing so we don't have to buy them. Um, but that only gets you so far yes. because, again, when you talk about growth, sometimes it's a double-edged sword. You're growing. You've got to have these things. You know, you try to use what you've got and, and be creative, but at some point you've got to start buying them. And that financial pressure on costs and everything has kind of got us where we are. That and the fact that the government regulations on mandating the efficiency of a transformer, although it's minor in efficiency growth, at the same time you're having a supply chain crunch is probably not – the wisest thing to do um so so my suggestion if you're a legislature or you know one is let's put off the rules on making these transformers more energy efficient for now i mean we, we want to be good stewards for our kids and the next generations but let's do it over time without putting pressure on us in our current build out that's right so in the meantime <clears throat> excuse me we know we've got you know price is going to go up a little bit we've yes. got this rate increase but we have programs and products. Very that good can point. Help. Very good point. Talk about it, John. What, we can, what can we do for Well, that? you know, the basic things that we can do, of course, is come out and give you a home energy audit. Yes. Look at your house and give you some tips and, and tricks and, and suggestions as to how you can be more energy efficient because the more efficient you are, the less money you're going to In general, what, what suggestions do y'all typically give the member that they can do? What we usually see, the easy things are weather stripping, weatherizing, look for those cracks, look for those holes, you know, use some of that uh, spray foam under your cabinets, make sure you don't have holes around your pipes, uh, blankets for your hot water heater, uh, you know, things like that. They're simple, non-costly things. Insulation's easy. Uh, you know, to some degree, you can have somebody come in. And the best thing is that no matter what you're thinking about doing, we have a new suite of incentives yes. that can help offset some of the costs to do um, from replacing HVAC to an HVAC tune-up or any weather stripping or whatever. So, you know, give us a call, go online, check out yeah. our website and, and see what we've got. And our energy advisors will be happy to come out and make those recommendations and get you in the program. So we're here to serve you is, is the main point we want you to know. Uh, and for lack of a better word, we are a monopoly on the electric side. But we want to help you uh, be more energy efficient, reduce your bill where it makes sense. And we want to be the go-to place for all things electric and broadband. And on that same line, if you're interested in EV vehicles, want to learn more about that, we want to talk to you about that. We are through TBA's grant, looking at some fast chargers to put on the system. Uh, if you have questions about solar, the direction where it's headed, reach out to us. Uh, there are solar companies that are, are getting people to invest heavily on their home, telling them that they'll reduce their bill, which is not accurate. If, if you want to do solar, that's fine. We don't want to talk you out of it. But there are some pitfalls you need to reach out to us and get educated on before you do that. Yeah, we're happy to kind of give you, we've got calculators, we've got things that can help you make the best decision for you, whatever that decision is when it comes to uh, solar or anything else. So yeah. take advantage of that. We're here to help. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're our members, you're our owners. So, Amen. Um, you know, call us. Thank you for Go all online. you do. 
reach out to us. We're here to serve you. If we can do anything better, let us know. Uh, and God bless.